people and welcome to this week's Nut and Handover podcast. Of course, you are here with your girls, Gigi and Diane. And as usual, we have another juicy, jam-packed episode for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on the eve of being released. And if you're in London, you will know what that means. We are mm-hmm. about to be released from the shackles of lockdown. Thank God for that. Yep, and I'm sure everybody's nail appointment, lash appointment, hair appointment, shopping appointment is all pending and just yeah, we're all we're ready. We're ready, we're ready, we're ready. Honestly, but, I cannot wait. <laughs> like the last four weeks I have been dying. Trust me. So yeah, if you're listening from other parts of the world, this is where we're at. We are we're primed and ready to go. Mm-hmm. let midnight come and open the doors of the shops and set us free did you hear that they were gonna make um the shops 24 hours they are they're going, to be. they're going to be do you know how sweet that will be that also oh, that's really not sweet but it will be sweet it's going to be very handy because you could just wake up at 2 a.m and go to the shop i mean that's mm-hmm. to me beautiful. but i can't lie like like places like Primark, who's going to you at two? Do you know what I'm going to say this? But there's going to be, I will probably be one of the people that will be there at two a.m. Still you'll shopping. You'll be shocked, you know. You'll be shocked. Like people, shift workers, you know, you can get some sock, or you need a little pencil case, or you need to get, don't know, a little t-shirt. Mm-hmm. You'll find things. You know what? I think you'll end up finding stuff to buy, just because it's twenty-four hours. As you always. know, just anything to be in the shop beyond normal hours, people are going to do it. For sure, and I can't lie, I'll probably be one of them. Trust me, trust me. Have but, you um, started getting your Christmas stuff ready? Because today is the first. Well, it won't be May. the first when you listen to this, but you know. We don't even have a tree up yet. We're still trying to figure out what we're doing for Christmas. Like, nah, that nobody's done nothing. Zero. What about you? Fair, I can't lie, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to... for the new year. I'm excited for the new year. Same here. I can't lie, but like Christmas, like we do Secret Santa at home just because, um, just because it makes life easier. That's a good idea, actually. Because you get to buy one gift and you have a certain amount of money you can spend. Obviously, people go over and do what they want to, but one person and the rest. It makes sense. It makes sense. all that because I just and... feel. Go on. I'm going to say, don't you think the older you've become, Christmas is really about when you're younger and the excitement of Christmas and children? Yeah, like, don't, don't get me wrong. It's got the religious aspect to it, but if you don't have kids and stuff, what, what else is there? Yeah, I mean, for us, after church, we drink and be merry. Like, that's literally what it is. You know, you pick your poison, you get your glass, you chill, and you do your thing. You laugh, you go and eat food, you go for seconds, you sleep, you wake up, you go again. And then you watch your EastEnders and then you go again and eat and then watch your EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, like, it is what it is. Yeah, like, that's what it is. So, yeah. However, ask me again in two weeks' time whether I've done my Christmas stuff. And then... I will ask you, because I know we're going to... I'm sure my sister's back from her holiday. We we will definitely probably start doing stuff depending but it depends if we even stay at home for christmas we're not even sure what we're doing fair so that makes sense but how are you you know what i'm so good i can't even lie i'm in such a good mood i'm very happy 
you even wearing your smile like and yeah like i'm so like literally i'm so happy like i'm just so good mm-hmm. i just feel so good so i can't complain i really can't i'm glad and yeah how are you Oof. um <laughs> I'm, i can't lie i'm actually really good but like i was talking to dan just before we started recording today work was stress like yeah. obviously i can't give any details out but i sat in a case and it was just i, I, like, I have no words longer and i can't lie all this online stuff is bigger it's killing me mm. like, i don't know how you're doing it with your course there's only so much looking behind the computer screen you can do that me. honestly even turning off the laptop feels like i'm on holiday yeah but apart from all of that i think you know what i know today is today's what tuesday yeah today's tuesday we still got till the end of the week but i just need to unwind yeah have a nice evening and just chill out really but apart from that work is good i'm good we're plodding along as always god's on my side i'm quite happy amen i mean Everybody that's listening, even including us that are recording it today, we we're grateful we're here. We're in December, we're alive, we're well, our family are all well. Like it's really a blessing. It really yeah. is. Our brother Chris and you, we've just been we are we are, we are leaving because we're leaving this year. Mm-hmm. Like we're edging closer to the end and we've done so well to get here. So we should all be very, very proud and happy with Honestly. Honestly, like it may not for some people it may not feel like that, but you know, you woke up today. Exactly. Some exactly. didn't. And, you know, we've, we've, if you work in the healthcare profession or within the NHS or anything like that sort of organisation, whether it's social care or, you know, education, like, we still have jobs. So I'm very thankful for that. We do, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, anyway, going straight into our juicy, juicy, juicy topics. Yes, <laughs> very. So, I'm not sure how many of you keep up to date with nursing news, like me and Diane do. There has been, I'm probably going to say this wrong, but there has been a, I don't really want to call it a story, but article, that's a better word, an article about um, looking at high blood pressure in neonates and, and in children, essentially, that it's not really something that we look out for it's not part of the vital signs and I'm, I'm not explaining this properly now I get what you're saying so basically a bit of I guess background to the story yeah um, is there was this young girl premature baby called Elizabeth if I'm correct yeah and she for so for 20 years, I think her parents have been kind of campaigning to get an outcome for why she died yeah. and what happened. Um, apparently, what has come out of, I guess, the inquest was a result of a missed blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Was one of, one of the things that came out. I also noticed in the article we talked about her tracheostomy getting blocked. Yeah, that was how she That's died in the, in the care home. That, yeah. So it's a very old case. I mean we were like seven yeah it was like 20 it's been like 20 years yeah so it's probably something that not a lot of people might have seen 
mm-hmm. and you might have seen it and gone past it if it's not of interest to you. So it's quite historic, I think is the right yeah. thing to say. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like Gigi was saying, was in, for example, in paediatrics, we don't always routinely check blood pressure. It probably mm-hmm. would be taken on admission when you first arrive. Or like once a day. Yeah, once a day. And if you've had surgery, then yes, we'll be checking it, how we do our post-operative observation. Yeah. But beyond that, we wouldn't be checking it as often as maybe an adult would have their blood pressure taken. Yeah. Um, in a premature baby, we do check the blood pressure. We do give support for blood pressure, so like inotropes. Yeah. Um, so hearing in the article that it was missed is kind of a surprise and I guess what I took from it and I guess what the parents were saying is that mistakes were covered up by healthcare workers is what I saw in the article mm-hmm. um, which I can't lie sometimes as a, prof- as a professional when you you hear people talk about certain things you do sometimes feel a bit backed up because like whoa yeah yeah and then you look at your own practice and think is there something I've done or I do or could change? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's and not until these things have been flagged up mm. or someone essentially, you know, comes to question you as to what your rationale for it that we even realise we're doing it. Because I think the one thing, like reading this particular article, just takes me back to nursing school. Um, and we've always been taught that you always have to have rationale for why you do things. And if you, the allocated nurse, aren't sure why you're doing something, you won't have you won't have good rationale. Mm. And that makes and I think that makes all the difference. Like if you're confident in what you're looking for and you can spot it and, and highlight it, things will go very far and wide. And I don't know again, this is just my own personal views on the case. With that being said, and I'm not blaming anyone at all, sometimes it's little things that we could miss yeah because you could it could be like your routinely hour observations or four hours however often you're doing that the observations and you decide this one time you're not going to do your blood pressure and then all these complications what's to happen not necessarily saying that that's exactly what happened in this case i'm just you know hypothetically mm. i mean it's important to add, she didn't die because of a missed blood pressure. Mm-hmm. She died because of a tracheostomy. Was was blocked. Yeah, and she also died in a private nursing agency. She didn't yeah. die in a hospital. But that's also, I think, quite interesting. The You know, NHS versus private care. Yeah. And how, how different it is. And it'll be very interesting if there was any nurses who did work privately. Like, would like come yeah yeah what, what it's like is it one-to-one is it more specialized is it not are you as busy as it is in the nhs mm-hmm. what's your patient nurse ratio like those are all things that i think would be different mm-hmm. if you're private but that could also be an assumption i don't know any different true kind of thing um in regards to the comment that was made about healthcare workers covering up for each other i think I don't know if that's like a media effect kind of statement. Yeah. Because in any team, regardless of if it's healthcare or not, you are a team. Mm-hmm. So no one is going to put somebody out to roast, yeah. I would hope. 
I hope not. But I know yeah. saying that, there's always these things that people say, like when it comes to doctors and other healthcare professionals, they sit together, but nurses, everyone's quick to just be like, throw you under the bus. But like you're saying, I, I can only hope that that's not the case. Yeah, that's what I hope as well. Um, and again, I think if you read the article, they do say like a lot has been learned Mm-hmm. from the article and I think from what it says the CQC say one of the findings that they put on there was national guidance on which babies require blood pressure monitoring and the frequency of observation yeah now I know in a neonatal intensive care environment if a child is in intensive care they're usually monitored hourly which is why it's intensive care yeah or even depending on what's happening, sometimes even more frequently than an hour. Yeah. So, again, I guess it raises the point of of practice, of, of knowledge, of also knowing when you don't know something. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to, I guess, to speak up when your gut says something isn't right. Definitely. And I think that is probably the key. And I think that also comes with essentially how confident you feel in speaking up yeah as a as a healthcare professional even if you highlight like as long you need to mention these things because i know sometimes people feel like oh they don't want to say anything because you know the older nurses may feel a type of way xyz you don't want to trouble anyone's feet however at the end of the day it will be your pin on the line if you've mm-hmm. seen something that you could have flagged up flag it up What's the worst thing that can happen that that a doctor or someone else comes to check and it's not what you think it may have been? Okay, that's fine. Because then someone else can show you. Yeah. I mean, so from what I can see from this story, Mm. the issue and the reason why Elizabeth Dixon, the baby in question, the reason why her case came up again was because apparently the BBC had found out that these guidelines to incorporate high blood pressure in regular observations were never were never created apparently yeah. um which i kind of beg to differ but i feel like on a pew chart it is there yeah like my pressure is there. is there so i don't know how credible the person who wrote this how knowledgeable they are yeah it's there and we've been nurses for five years and when we trained between 2012 and 2015 it was there yeah and I can't. And also, if you were to look at old peace charts, blood pressure is there. So I don't yeah. really know whether this is like um, whether this is based on, for example, someone doing this on like a computer base, and things mm. haven't been configured right. Again, I'm not. I wasn't there. I don't know what truly happened. And this also was twenty years ago. So whether yeah. things have been adapted since we've become nurses, which there's a possibility it has been. Mm. It's just us trying to figure out, truly, okay, yes, sadly, it's this has had to happen for people to look at this and turn around and create new guidelines and new plans. And without sounding mean, it's kind of like, I don't want to say, what's the word, Geraldine? It's kind of like, sadly, this serious incident had to happen for us to look back and trace the steps to see how we could better what we do does that make sense yeah it's like 
a reevaluation of, of what of the care we give and how we give it and how we we monitor it exactly i don't know why i could just couldn't say that but um but yeah essentially yeah. and it was 20 years ago again i'm not saying that you know just because it was 20 years ago that things shouldn't should not have played out or happened like this but people make mistakes we are human and again it was 20 years ago like things have changed dramatically in medicine and healthcare over the last 20 years even down to how we document so yeah definitely if all if there's anything we can take from this is to look at this and make sh- and essentially keep in mind that you know all vital signs that we do ideally should all include blood pressure however using your own judgment to decipher whether it's needed at that right time or not for example like me there's no if i'm working with amy and there's a screaming child who's fighting and pushing there's no point me doing a blood pressure because one it's not going to read and two the child's going to be too agitated so even if it does read it's going to be incorrect mm-hmm. so then why would and again, I... that's that's making sound clinical judgment i can see the child is well my all my observations don't concern me yeah you know, this child is stable where they are at the moment this is not at the moment a requirement you know yeah and as long as you documented that who's in the court of law who's going to come and say anything to you mm. there's no point you pinning a child down yeah because you really need to have it and say i did it yeah yeah Okay, so we are going to swim into the next topic. Yeah, and hopefully swim right through it. (laughs) Because unfortunately, we've just been so engulfed in corona and the vaccine and will you, won't you, is it coming, is it not coming, that, yeah, so we're going to be in and out of this. Yeah. So, again... Another article, another story. The government are looking to enlist sensible, in inverted commas, sensible celebrities to promote this vaccine. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me quickly clarify that. Sensible celebrities and influencers, I saw. Yeah. Yeah. One, my question is, how can you deem a sensible celebrity or influencer? And Mm -hmm. two... Why are you pushing for this so hard? You know? But why? If you just put it out there and say it, people that want to take it will take it. Why do you need to get sensible celebrities and influencers to essentially promote it? Look at what happened with Track and Trace. Everyone was saying, oh yeah, you know, anytime I go to this restaurant, I use my Track and Trace app. And look how, how great that turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a very dangerous marketing strategy. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like it makes us, makes me feel like the government think we are fools, mm-hmm. that we're just going to copy what someone does. Oh, because she's on Instagram and she wears the outfits that I like and I like her photos. But when she goes and gets a vaccination of her choice, yeah. it means I'm going to follow her and copy her. Um, I think it kind of, it kind of takes the, the piss out of, our autonomy yeah. and our common sense and our own moral judgment and our own moral compass for our own bodies. Um, and like we've always said on this podcast, there's no right or wrong. 
um, taking any medication or any lifestyle choice is a personal choice. And that's so, entirely up to you. We would yeah, never change that. It's not, it's not about, oh my God, yes, you have to take it. And oh my God, no, you're not. It's your decision. And if you want to do it, do it with your chest and get on with it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the government will be best placed supporting the nurses financially than pushing promotion of the vaccine in sensible celebrities. My thing is, so these celebrities aren't doing this for free. So you're more than happy to pay them whatever their fee is. But you won't give us our, our raise for all that we've done. Yeah. Why does it have to keep coming back to this? Like, do you not think wisely about what you're doing? Yeah, it's just, you, it's, it's, it's like an insult. You're like somebody just continues and continues to insult you. Yeah. To a point where you start to think, okay, so now why should I care? Or mm-hmm. I'm working so hard and for what? And like we've always said, you don't go into nursing for the money. You go into it because you love people and you love what you can do and how yeah. you can do it in people's lives. To me, that is why you nurse. Mm-hmm. But come on, we have lives, we have responsibility, we have aspirations, we have dreams, and we deserve to be paid for the level and standard that we maintain and uphold. We deserve that. Yes, of course. And I agree. I'm, I'm in agreement with Diane because what we offer is so much to be literally be paid essentially pittance for what we do. And I'm not coming out here to come and beg and say, you know, nurses need more money, healthcare need more money. Not at all. I'm just saying, look at the work we do. Could you do it? Could they do it? Mm-hmm. Can you, Mr. Boris Johnson, come and do a 12-hour shift in neonates? Or a 12-hour shift in A&E or in the ward? Mm. And, you'll be, and but, be happy with what you make? But then again, it comes back to the running thing that we always say is that <laughs> sorry i just literally went off track there but it comes back to the running thing is why do we have to keep on stating a case why can't we just be given what we deserve you know mm-hmm. if employees can give themselves pay rises because they feel like it then you should be able to increase our pay because you feel like it exactly imagine they've got a pay one their lunches are paid for and they got a pay rise for what being at home yeah us with like normal lives didn't get any of that right you know we are tirelessly campaigning we are going for our unions people are trying to state a case the need for money like i think i think i've said it so much now people are going to get tired of me saying it Nurses are going to food banks. No. You know, it, it's dire. But yet, you can, prom- you can give celebrities incentives to promote a vaccine. And again, this is all, we don't really know what, they, what they're trying to give them. But as we've seen, the fact that they use them to promote mm-hmm. test and trade means there's a, a very likely chance that this will happen. The same way, which is such a big shame. Mm. Well, let's see what happens. Let's see how this plays out. Yeah, and let's see what the government wants to do with it and look at the spin they take on this. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. To me, it would seem far more wiser to use actual NHS staff that want the vaccine. Mm. Yeah. yeah, Being on yeah. the front line, 
and working in solidarity, all that jazz. That yeah. would seem more feasible to me than just any celebrity or influencer. Yeah. Just because they've got they can reach platforms, you can also use others to get what you want. You don't have to go that way and spend that money when you could spend that money wisely elsewhere. Mm. Anyway, we're not a political podcast, as we always say. These are just the points and views of me and Diane. Indeed, so. But anyway, swimming through this, this also takes us onto what we've seen recently on the news that Nicola Sturgeon, she's a, I was about to call her the Prime Minister for um, Scotland, but that's going to make me sound really dumb. Is that correct? Is that the right saying? Yeah, she's like the first minister or something like that. Yeah, well, she's the, some important minister in Scotland. Wow, I think I said Spain before. In Scotland, not Spain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And what she wants to do for healthcare, well, NHS workers in Scotland is essentially give them all a £500 gift to say thank you for working during the pandemic. However, as lovely this is, this is only for full-timers. But mm-hmm. like I've said to Diane countless times, I think this is something that should be implemented, not just for full-timers, because I think during the crucial time earlier on in the year when coronavirus was high, a lot of people were pulling in extra shifts, working twice as hard to make sure things were covered and, you know, their teams were surviving. So I think we should go to everyone, not just full-timers. How, and also, I think this is something Boris should probably look at doing for the whole of the UK. Like, we've seen other countries do this. Like, France did this for their... I'm not sure if it was just their nurses, but for their healthcare providers mm. also. It's just, like, a, it's showing gratitude for our hard work like other other professions have other sacrifices that they essentially would pay and that the government would give back to them. Why not healthcare? Why not the NHS? But yeah, you still want to privatise us. Like if you think about it, if we were all private, do you think we would have managed as far as we've gotten? No, definitely not. I mean, you'd have to have insurance. Would, would people even be insured to this extent to have exactly. the treatment? Because intensive care, is, an intensive care bed is very expensive. You're paying for the bed, you're paying mm-hmm. for the equipment, you're paying for the consultant, you're paying for the nurse, you're paying for the medication. So all, it's a very expensive. It's very expensive to be sick in intensive care. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would say my take on Nicola Sturgeon's gesture is it's it's lovely. Um, it's nice to see a government leader show some kind of compassion. Yeah, and some kind of financial compassion to nurses because clapping for us and praising us and thanking us isn't enough and I don't care if that sounds ungrateful because it's oh, not Dan don't forget um, the, the extra the, the free entry into into shop into supermarkets oh yeah you know all these all these thanks <laughs> but you're letting us go in supermarkets we can't even buy the stuff in there where's the money coming from so, like, I want to praise her for that. And I feel like yeah. she's the only minister in the UK because Ireland haven't spoken about it. We haven't spoken about it in Britain. Um, and she at least has come out and said, you know, this is going to happen. And yeah. it's going to be tax-free as well. Have they agreed that? Because when I last looked, they hadn't agreed it yet. I don't think it's been agreed, but that's what's been proposed. Like, what she'd yeah. like to have ideally. So the fact she's even put that on the table shows there's a consideration for the need yeah 
Because I'm um, sorry, there's no point you essentially being gifted an extra 500 for it to all be taxed. Yeah, and we're taxed a lot. When you look at, if I look at my paychecks, you come away you know, and it's quite painful because you, you know how hard you work for your money. Yeah, especially and in those times. It's painful. So you wouldn't risk it. But no, so I really hope this is something that the government will look more into and look at a way to implement this all over the UK because, and for not just for full-timers, but for everyone, because we have worked very hard. Yeah. The last and year alone. We always work hard. We always work hard. We work under so much immense pressure. We're dealing with so many different environments. We work come rain, come shine, every season, every celebration, Christmas, New Year, Easter. E Diwali, all of them. We're always at work. Mm. You know, it doesn't stop. People don't stop being sick on a, on Saturday and Sunday. People don't stop having problems in a holiday. Yeah, and we deserve to be respected. How can we have one of the best healthcare systems, but one of the worst pay for their healthcare workers? It doesn't make any sense. Honestly, please, someone make it make sense, because. When I last checked, the UK definitely was not on that list. Yeah, you're given world-class care and paying the practitioners that fulfil that standard discounted rates. No. No, it's not making sense, Boris. It's not. No. But I think this is something that should be locked out on a bigger scale and implemented. I know some, some people out there may possibly think that I'm just saying this because, you know, I am a nurse on the front line xyz but it's not just for that it's part down to but we work very hard in general mm. and this year alone we've had to work even harder yeah. and for some places with limited amounts of staff and facilities but we're still out there we can't refuse to come to work we can't refuse to do certain things we're still out there protecting the lives of the uk yeah I think this is something that they should strongly look into because I'm not saying that this will make me stop nursing, not at all, but it's it's that feeling of, you know, someone actually has thought about me. Mm. And it's not like I'm and it's it's nothing to do with the clapping because to me I didn't benefit from that. No. What did clapping get me? Nothing. Whereas this, this could, I don't know, like, obviously everyone else's lives are different. But this is something that can be utilised. Although this could mean that, you know, a family doesn't have to go to the food banks for a week or so. Or for a month. And these are the little things that show gratitude and really and truly it's something that we should be shown anyway. Pay rise Mm. or not. Like, if someone's proposing, proposing this, I think it's something that should generally looked into and look at how it can be manifest manifested yeah so there's 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 a lot to be done in in nurse pay and i think it's going to be an ongoing theme yeah well they haven't announced what we were going to get wasn't it last week they were saying that it's now the nurses will have their pay rise in april or something but they haven't announced how much it will be not that it will be much but you get my drift. Let's yeah. see. Watch this space. You never know. The Christmas time of year may change all of their minds. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's wait and see. Keep on nursing, innit? 
exactly. what else can we do keep calm and carry on exactly that I don't know I think we've kind of whizzed through all of our topics today I know that I can't lie that was a super super fast episode very I'm quite surprised myself I don't know I thought we would have reached a bit more no guys we gave it to you swift this week mm-hmm. no dilly dally we'll be in there yeah but no, on that note, guys, as always, as we say every week, please like, oh, I'm about to do it again, like, share and subscribe. Yeah. Um, we are available on Google Podcasts, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Amen. Um, yeah, and share it with, tell a nurse to tell a nurse to tell a nurse and hit us up if you need anything. Feel free to hit us up on our email, which is at the nursing handover podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yeah. Instagram, finally got it right. Um, and our Instagram page, it's just the Nurse and Handover podcast. And then for us separately, for Diane, it's DD Lutz with a Z at the end. And for me, it's yeah. Jelly Bean with three L's and two A's. I don't know why, like a million years later, I still need to think about that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you guys re- really enjoyed this seem- seemingly quick, 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 quick yeah. episode yes but we hope you enjoy it and if there's anything you want us to discuss or want to discuss with us feel free to you know just drop us a message and we can get the ball rolling trust me we it we love we love interacting with you we love engaging with people that listen yeah and as you can tell we love a good chat we love a good debate mm-hmm. um, so don't shy away drop your comments send your dms you know it goes down in the dms so don't miss out as Diane said. So until next week, guys, we hope you guys take care, stay safe, enjoy the shops that will be open for 24 hours each day. And, you know, enjoy the Christmas time or the, the festive yeah. time, shall I say. Yeah. My London people. London, let's get lit. Yeah, because I can't lie. We love you Northerners, but yeah, you guys aren't being free just yet. So we will, live, yeah. we will enjoy for you. We'll clink, clink. <laughs> But until next time, guys, take care and have a safe week. Goodbye. Bye.